Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 32 for George and season 28 for me. This is day four of season 100, and it is the day that we are playing each other, so we have not discussed this, and we are going to score it live as we go. A house divided match. Our first question asks us for the name of a book about Jerry Lee Lewis and a movie about Jerry Lee Lewis and a song, or at least a catchphrase, of Jerry Lee Lewis. Well, this had to be, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Um, This is another example of how Gen X people have a leg up when it comes to kind of like 50s and 60s trivia, Mm. because so much was being revived and revisited during the 80s. Um, So the book came out in 82 the biopic came out in 87, um, and the song, I think my dad had the 45 of, and I would play it and record it onto cassette tapes and things like that. Mm. Um, it's a great song, of course, a classic. Uh, Jerry Lee was hashtag problematic before his time. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I, I knew this one cold and that it was Great Balls of Fire. Yep, and that's what I said as well, and that was correct, and that is zero points for you. And for you as well. Sure. (laughs) Question two gives us several names, including Balkash, Athabasca, Ladoga, Air, Kivu, and Puapo, and asks what they are. Uh, The only one here that seemed familiar was Athabasca. Okay. And I couldn't lock down what it was. Mm. Um, It sounded like... Okay, uh, Thorson's probably not asking for strains of peyote. Uh, it's ayahuasca. <laughs> yes. Uh, is it deserts? No, I'm thinking of the Atacama. Uh, so finally, I just kind of thought, is it, are these coffees? Mm. Does that sound like uh, kinds of coffees, beans, strains, drinks, whatever? So uh, for lack of literally anything else that's tripping a synapse, I went with coffee. So for this one, um, for a while there, I was stuck on the idea that, um, you know, a few of these sound like they could be named in a sort of sound imitative way, Um, like Kivu and Pupo and things like that. I thought sort of sound like bird calls. Mm. Um, And so I was stuck on that for a little while. And then I noticed they were all capitalized. And that's not generally how birds are written out in you know, whatever literature you're, um, uh, in which they're being described. And so, um, I thought, well, I think I'm on the right track with like a natural feature kind of thing. Um, and I thought particularly about air, you know, I thought, is this the, um, you know, if, if Jane Eyre is a British book, then air perhaps is an area, so to speak in, uh, Great Britain. And, so maybe all of these are names of rivers because they're, you know, I thought about, could they be mountains? Could okay. they be okay. volcanoes? Like, you know, just the fact of them being capitalized made me think, okay, they're um, the type of name that is typically capitalized. Um, and so I thought, well, sure, these could all be rivers. Why not? Uh, you were a lot closer than I was. <laughs> they are lakes. Indeed. So we're still zero. Yep. I had assigned three points to that for you. Uh, I gave you one because ah. I just kind of figured there was enough of those that uh, that you would tip to one of them. 
Okay. Like you, you would see Athabasca and actually recognize it, or or at least one <laughs> of the others. Yeah, I it, it was close. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was on the right track apparently, but uh, I I just had not heard like clearly this was Thorsten's question where I'm going to pick the six most obscure of these objects of whatever they are. Entirely possible. <laughs> Try to see if anybody knows them. Question three asks us for the first and last name of two Pulitzer Prize winning composers and tells us there's a third one as well with a different middle name. Right. Uh, And that is the one that I focused on because I did not recognize either of these pieces of music. Um, You know, modern composers are not a (laughs) strong point of mind, even as classical music in general is not a strength. and so I focused on the third one with the middle named Clement. And I thought, you know, is this something related to Clement Moore? Mm. He was the writer of Night Before, which was the Night Before Christmas, I right? I believe so, yes. Okay. So at least I remembered that much that well, but I didn't know, you know, Clement, I think was actually his first name, but I thought, could it be like John Clement Moore or something like that? That was, you know, it figured it had to be something kind of common, um, so just sheerly based on that extremely thin thread of anything, I put down John Moore. Uh, I also didn't recognize these at all. Uh, and I, I figured, okay, these are not going to be uh, non-classical music composers. Because I know that the, I believe the Pulitzer Prize in music in the last few years has gone to more popular musicians. Oh, okay. Like, I feel like Frank Ocean has one. Or oh, Kendrick Lamar, maybe. Maybe. I feel like one of them won one, and it was kind of low, like a wow, really? Yeah, or I think for they're Dylan. actually I they're actually Lamar trying did. that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like when Dylan won the Nobel Prize, people were just kind of like, oh, wow, that's you know that makes sense, but it's so far outside the usual purview of these committees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, neither of these rang true, and. Uh, 2014 didn't seem recent enough. Like, I feel like Lamar's mm, won it more mm-hmm. recently than a decade ago. Mm. Um, so I just kind of had to think of composers who might be named similarly. And all I could really come up with was uh, Stuart Copeland uh, of oh. The Police, I believe, uh-huh, has uh-huh. a composer brother or is related in some way to composers. And that made me think of Aaron Copeland. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wait, was that Copeland? Well, mm-hmm. either way, uh, I'm not going to get anything else. <laughs> like I'm just, I'm, I'm simply not going to. Uh, so I just said, all right, we'll go with Aaron Copeland, and I know this is wrong, mm-hmm. and I'm going to assign it three points because I know that uh, Amanda is either not going to know it or I'm doomed anyway. <laughs> yeah, the correct answer was John Adams. So again, I, I had all, I had like yeah, half a point yeah. there, but. I recall hearing about these John Adams composers and I, and thinking like yeah they definitely need to be going by their middle names because yeah if if nothing else they're not going to be the most famous John Adamses no not even in the top two yeah uh, question four asks us what is the Greek equivalent of doner kebab shawarma and al pastor euros yes and I'm annoyed that the actual answer the 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 accepted answer is euro yeah. Because it's not. Right. It's euros. It's mm-hmm. not plural. It's the word. Yep. Harumph. I mean, if we're, gonna, if, if, you're, if we're going to be so correct that we say donor kebab with the umlaut. Right. Then 
I feel like we, we should respect the Greek language as well. But So I assume we're going to get credit for that. And yes. you're getting a point for it. You are also getting one whole point for yeah. it. Because even as a food question, I was like, I know you know Euros. Yeah. Question five uh, tells us about an explosion in August of 2020. Asks what city it was in. Uh, this was very much all over the news uh, at the time and just a devastating and kind of terrifying mm -hmm. uh, explosion being, you know, a chemical warehouse explosion. Uh, and it was in Beirut. Um, I had to check for, kind of double check my recollection because a lot of bad stuff also happens in Syria. Mm -hmm. And I think I was thinking of the earthquake um, mm -hmm. that happened a couple years later. Um, but then I, I thought, well, if it was Syria, it'd be Damascus, but I, mm. I don't remember it happening in Damascus. It definitely, I'm, I'm almost like 98% certain it was Lebanon and it was Beirut. So that's what I put down. Yeah. I knew it was in the, uh, in the Middle East as well. Uh, I couldn't really pin down which one it was. I, I thought, oh, it was in one of the formerly war-torn countries of the Middle East or possibly the currently war-torn mm. country of the Middle East because mm -hmm. that's been going on for a long time in Syria. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I thought Aleppo for some reason. Uh. And I don't know why that kind of stuck in my mind. Beirut never really entered it. Oh. As I was thinking of other places, I was trying to think, is there somewhere in Jordan? No, I feel like it wasn't. It wasn't in Jordan. It was in one of the, uh, one of the, as I say, more war-torn, more kind of historically chaotic uh, mm -hmm. regimes. So I finally landed on Aleppo. The correct answer was Beirut. You got two points for that. Ooh. You were up three to one. Yeah, I put a one point on that for you. Perfectly reasonable. I absolutely yeah, current remember events. that. Yeah. Um, I would have figured was would be very good. Mm -hmm. And uh, although I, I hesitated a little bit, but um, I, uh, you know, again, just kind of relied on your stats mm -hmm. with that too. Reasonable. Uh, and it is a little bit of an unexpected, like, kind of like you said, the, the forms of chaos that we hear the most about in the Middle East are the wars and the fighting and, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Um, and this was just, as I recall, it was just an example of, um, like mismanagement kind of, and, and the government not being, you know, uh, uh, capable of inspecting the warehouses and things like that and just an awful tragedy uh, as a result so um, so there we are mm -hmm. question six asks us for the fifth hydro hydrocarbon in the alkane series i first thing i thought was butane mm -hmm. um I, I thought maybe fifth member would mean something might mean something but i just I don't know the alkane series well enough to have mm -hmm. plucked which one it was. If, I, if I'd if i really keyed in on that, I probably would have made up something like quintane <laughs> or butane 5 or something like that. <laughs> uh, I just I wasn't going to get to it. So uh, I went with butane. Yeah, this is one where my college chemistry stands me in good stead. Uh, methane, ethane, propane, butane, pentane. Okay. Because they go, they have so, sort of like weird non-standard so the, the first four, four. Yeah, the first four are, are reasonable, just these are chemical names, and then they had to mm -hmm. go and go and get cued on the fifth one. Well, yeah, because sure. you're talking That's about, fair. yeah, it's it's kind of sure. weird because there's like a, it's 
the first four in the carbon chain have these special names and it's kind of weird. And then pentane, hexane, heptane, octane, like we put in our cars mm -hmm. and on upwards as you, as you please. Um, but yeah, that's basically, that's really what this trivia question is asking is, do you know what happens to the alkane series after you get past the weird special mm -hmm. first four named ones? Um, and so I put down pentane. You know it. You beat me five to one. Oof. That this is was, shocking to me. This was a day that I, on my first read of the questions, I was like, ugh, this is going to be brutal. <laughs> and I couldn't land any of them. Ugh. Like, I knew the, the two that I got. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of, I kind of thought I had a couple more. Mm -hmm. But just absolutely nothing worked for me. Oh, gosh. That's yeah. rough. Yeah, well, I'm glad it was to you. <laughs> At least I can have a little boost uh, in that regard. Um, yeah, I it actually ended my four points, but um, I'm glad it was for you. I I was glad to get to do as well as four because I think that's about what our group of friends maxed out yeah. at. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was a hard day some, for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. We know the two that I missed were I feel objectively the two hardest. Oh yeah, of yeah. the questions, um, and the others may depend on your specialty. You know areas like if you're not as much of a current events person this is the kind of thing that could really escape you after a while because mm. it was a big devastating thing and then there's really been zero follow-up yeah since yeah. then it you don't hear anything about the rebuilding of beirut mm -hmm. or you know where these three hundred thousand people went yeah. um or anything yeah no news coming out of that that i've seen mm -hmm. since then um and of course other things have happened that have been oh yeah I don't want to say as bad, but have been bad. There have been also, yeah, large bad things mm -hmm. that have come out of that, you know, that geographical region, that, po oh, that yeah. political area since then. So mm -hmm. uh, it, it is difficult for us here in America to keep all of the uh, all of the things separate. Yeah, and then chemistry is going to be another one that's like either you have that in your head or you don't mm -hmm. kind of thing, so... Um, happily, it was one of the things that I did. Yeah, well done. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. And uh, follow us on Blue Sky at Learned Lag. And remember... Don't forfeit. Don't cheat. <laughs>